Boar's Head is bringing a slice of Japan to the deli. Introducing Boar's Head Ichiban Teriyaki-style chicken. Tender, slow-roasted chicken breast, coated in our signature teriyaki glaze, where ginger, garlic, and a hint of brown sugar meet for a flavor that's both sweet and savory. New Boar's Head Ichiban Teriyaki-style chicken. The bold flavor of Japan, now at the deli. Only from Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to the Nurture Charter Post June podcast. We are doing a pre-record on this lovely Sunday afternoon here, and we are so happy that you're joining us today. I am Stephanie Rule, a certified Nurtured Heart Advanced Trainer, teaching and coaching NHA to parents, teachers, and mental health professionals in the local community of the Roseville, Sacramento area. And I've just recently happily begun working for the Children's Success Foundation. And I'm also a parent of two children, ages four and seven, and we live in a Nurtured Heart household. I am honored to be filling in today as your co-host with Howard Glasser, as Catherine Stafford is taking some much-needed family time. Howard is the creator of the Nurtured Heart Approach and chairman of the Children's Success Foundation. Good afternoon, Howie. How are you? Hi, Steph. How are you? So good I to am be doing great. Time with you. Yes, it always is. It always is. Thank you. So before we dive into our topic and introduce our amazing <laughs> guest speakers for the day, Howie, um, I know that we have some excitement in the Nurtured Heart world with our upcoming CTIs. Would you like to briefly touch on those for our listeners? Oh, I could do that. Okay. <laughs> um, um, we're having a certification training in um, Austin, Texas, starting mm-hmm. next Sunday. And uh, I couldn't be more excited. I was down there teaching a month ago, and there were were ripples upon ripples of uh, beautiful excitement and mm. energy going on in that beautiful town. So I believe people are converging from all over um, Texas and uh, a lot of people from California, and it's going to be a very – uh, highly energized training. And then there's one coming up in July, at the end of July, I believe, mm-hmm. um, um, in Fargo, North Dakota, where there's yes. been an ongoing initiative for many years. And yeah. uh, there's there's a convergence of initiatives that have uh, taken form, um, ones that have to do with uh, education, um, ones that have to do with treatment and um, and parenting. So um, many leaders and many new um, learners of this work mm-hmm. are coming into Fargo. And, um, you know, we get to, you know, we get to usher them into knowing this approach better and to getting excited and launching their leadership and they're um, they're bringing this out into their their worlds. I couldn't yeah. be more exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. It, it is very exciting. Two great CTIs coming up in just a couple of months. So we also just came out of an exciting spring season with your spring workshop that you did. Is there anything you'd like to quickly share about how those went? 
<laughs> um, uh, well, I won't share my exhaustion. I'll share my excitement. Um, <laughs> um, uh, it's, well, this spring we got to teach in Australia. We got to teach. We got to kick off this great um, new wave of of interest in New Jersey, where the child welfare system is bringing nurtured heart approach into foster care. Uh, uh, out-of-home placements, group homes, uh, uh, residential treatment programs. Uh, so by way of the state of New Jersey and Rutgers University, we have, um, we at the, the foundation, Children's Success Foundation, are being brought in to kick off learning of this by leaders, existing leaders in their communities, and they're bringing it back to their agencies by design and there's a built-in support and coaching to all of this. So, uh, so far, I hear great things, and I'm going to find out more at the end of this week. Uh, and so and then along with that, um, I did uh, a dozen or so events around um, the country, and uh, some of our colleagues, mm-hmm. some of mm-hmm. our fellow advanced trainers did uh, events uh, in the – uh, Southwest, which I mm-hmm. was extremely excited to yeah. uh, to be a part of. So I think the goal was to um, interest more people, excite people with the possibilities of what this work can bring, and to hopefully get them to become leaders in their own community. So the nice thing was we got to many new communities that we never have ever taught to Oh, that's before. exciting. That, that's very exciting. That was, I think that was the take-home message. That was the beautiful yeah. part of this. New spring. communities. New communities. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thanks Great. for thanks. asking. Yeah, thanks for sharing. <laughs> So since we do have listeners who are new to Nurtured Heart, uh, why don't we give them a quick, like, 30-second thumbnail? We all know about those 30-second thumbnails of what NHA is before diving into the discussion today. Howie, do you want to take that? (laughs) Well, unless you want to do that, I'm happy to do that. (laughs) You can. uh, Go for it. You know, it's it's a way of guiding kids into seeing the beauty that – uh, I feel has always been there, mm-hmm. um, you know, for children. Um, and unfortunately, not every child emerges from the years of um, of mentor being mentored, uh, believing that they are seen in for the beauty beyond the way they dress or the way they, you know, their hair looks. Uh, you know, where Nurtured Heart Approach shines a light on the inner beauty of a child, the characteristics that are cherished in them, the the values that are seen in them. Um, and this is this approach is a way of ushering kids into um, feeling seen profoundly, feeling valued and meaningful for their true worth, and um and and if it works they develop the ability to see their greatness and see greatness in others mhm that's beautiful i always love to hear the way you sum it up because it's always different every time 
and each time it's just as powerful. So I appreciate that you well, jumped thanks. in there. I, I just came from a, um, a beautiful weekend uh, event where a friend of mine is, has developed a, um, a film project to show the world that there are alternatives to pills and alternatives mm. to um, uh, normal treatments. And he, he's brought in um, a bunch of uh, very uh, beautiful, open-minded um, people with healing influences. And, and uh, this morning I got to uh, work with these. There are eight participants who have had their share of suffering uh, as children up through adulthood now. Uh, some of them are elders and some of them are um, middle-aged and some of them are fairly youthful, uh, youthful in their late 20s and 30s. And, um, and it was great to see them light up. Um, so I feel very inspired uh, about the possibilities of how even us older children can uh, hear about our greatness and and um, and and really take it and run with it. And uh, I witnessed that this morning. Uh, people who had never heard about greatness before, and they had um, they just ran with an ability to um, to hear the intention and the, the, the messages, be, you know, the love behind what was told them and, and to see it in others. It was so clear that they could do that. Wow. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for yes, sharing uh, that. You're welcome. So, I, um, so I'd love to hear from our – I'd love you to uh, take us to uh, – um, mm-hmm. Take us to our guest. To our guest, yes, I would love to do that. I was just getting ready to dive in. Okay, so I'm really excited, really, really excited to introduce our guest speakers today. Two dads extraordinaire who are with us today to discuss our topic that is near and dear to my heart: celebrating dads around the world, parenting with NHA. Our first dad extraordinary extraordinaire is Shane Mosley, a California native who recently relocated to the Phoenix area. In the years following. Two years of service work in Central America, Shane completed a bachelor's degree in psychology, a teaching credential in special education, and a master's degree in educational leadership at California State University of Chico. He spent five years teaching elementary, middle, and high school students diagnosed with emotional and behavioral disorders. He has worked in various industries, including sales, small business, and Fortune 500 business development, humanitarian groups, and educational leadership. Shane lives in Phoenix with his wife and six children. He is a certified advanced trainer in NHA and has dedicated himself to sharing its incredibly simple and life-changing tools whenever possible. Welcome, Shane. Hey, happy to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. We're so glad to have you here and are really looking forward to hearing some of your experiences of being an NHA dad. Um, but before we do that, I do want to be sure to introduce our other dad extraordinaire and become and come then come back to hear your experiences as well. So now I'd like to introduce our second dad, Niels Wright. Niels is a father and gets to be dad in happier, healthier, and richer ways because of NHA. Niels is an education specialist and an NHA advanced trainer, and he currently lives in Northern California. Welcome, Niels. And is there anything that you would like to add to this? Hello. Um, thank you. I 
don't know how much more I can add except for that I, you know, have been teaching since 2009, also in a um, classroom that has students with emotional and behavioral disorders, disturbance, and um, so I I get to use NHA in all aspects of my life, and so um, I don't know how much more That's to, great. That's, to that say. That thank you. Fantastic. Yes, thank you for sharing that. And I'm really excited to dive into our very special topic about dads, and I know how much it means to me as a mother for my children to have a dad whose heart speaks nurtured heart. And I would really love to hear from both you, Niels, and Shane um, right now about how NHA has impacted your life as a father. Feel free to either one of you to go ahead and jump in. Shane, you want to go first? Why don't you go, Neil? Why don't you start? Yeah, okay. Um, I, I was very fortunate uh, to be introduced to Nurtured Heart, I think it was four years ago, and I had already had a son who was uh, quickly approaching nine at the time, or had just turned nine, and I was sent via my school. I was sent to help my students. And although I had personally tried uh, learning other approaches to help with my parenting on my own, it was a game changer as far as what I got to bring home and how it affected the relationship with my kids. Um, since then, I've, you know, my kids have grown so much and so much change has happened in my life that, and my kids' lives, that is just, it, Nurtured Heart became the foundation of our house. And in that we, we have all of these changes, we have all of this stuff going on, but as long as we keep coming back to, you know, the the stands and how we uh, relate with each other, it just made the world of a difference. And I get to I get to have that in my life every day. Um, and even when my kids aren't with me, I still get to use it outside of that or at school or in my other relationships. So it's just amazing. It's impacted me more than any any teacher preparation program, any parent training program, and probably more in a positive way, it, it definitely has in a positive way more than any other experience, single experience that I've um, partook in. So, can, can you give us some exam, uh, an example or two of um, uh, well, how it feels, how it feels, or how? It's made your child, uh, one of your children feel, or or what it's meant to your family. Well, I've had um, in the last year and prior to that um, a, a lot of change in my family dynamic, um, from married with kids to separated with kids and co-parenting, and being able to co-parent from a place of nurtured heart has the communication aspect. If if we just focused on absolute clarity alone, it it helps with um that as well. 
Um, it's helped my oldest son transition from one school to another and go from failing grades to um, A's and B's and C's in in that the focus was on what he was doing right and the successes he was having versus the struggles he was having in his grades. Mm-hmm. Um, the intensity that my kids have are a little bit different. Um, one of them is type 1 diabetic to the last time I was on the program. And how we handle that intensity as a relationship between the mother and myself and between the child and myself is just huge. I mean, we could struggle, we could argue, we could be sad about all of these different changes and components, but focusing on what's going right, really examining the picture and and picking out um, the greatness in each part and in each other and developing the relationships besides all of the things that are changing has just helped them. So my son, who's type 1 diabetic, inside of all of that, he also got straight A's this this um, the end of this trimester. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, son who uh, is seven changed schools, had to deal with all of these changes, and still graduated first grade. So I've had three boys not get held back in first grade like myself, and you know, mm. <laughs> it's uh, an amazing, amazing um, feeling to know that your kids have their own they go through, whether it's teenage years, whether it's diabetic, whether it's change in household, whether it's being a first grader and, you know, a pretty willful, uh, uh, you know, a strong-willed child at, at mm-hmm. seven years old, they they all mm-hmm. have come so far. And it's, I I think it's because the foundation of what we do, how we talk to each other, how we react with each other, how we um, consequence each other and communicate is all founded in the nurtured heart approach. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's been, it's hugely impacted, impactful. Wow. I'm impressed with your, I'm impressed with the challenges to your fatherhood and the beauty of, um, of how you've Mm -hmm. risen to the occasion as a father. Thank you. Absolutely. I'd like to um, to get back to Shane as well. I really want to hear from you, Shane, about how Nurtured Heart has impacted your life as a father as well. Yeah, you bet. Uh, thanks, Stephanie. It's, uh, it's good to connect with Neil. We have some uh, hometown roots uh, back to education arena there, but uh, mm-hmm. super honored to be mm-hmm. to be on, on the, the show right now. Um, you know, kind of the story that I'm, I'm privileged to tell when I run into families who have uh, uh, struggles or teachers who have struggles is that I, uh, I started on a path of uh, a teaching credential and then uh, to a master's degree all the while teaching, uh, you know, students in the emotionally disturbed population. And uh, throughout the course of my uh, credential program, which is two years, and a master's program, of course, you know, the population I was working with was uh, hot on my mind. So, that's really what all my research turned into, uh, uh, you know, whether written or reports or, uh, you know, a group work, it was, it was generally on that group. And, uh, lo and behold at the, you know, 
I knew the conclusion of, of those programs I went through uh, was uh, allowed the opportunity to go out to Tucson and uh, visit with the, the NHA group. And uh, essentially everything that I had learned over the course of two years, uh, I pretty much found to be in, uh, you know, just one, one location underneath one umbrella. Uh, so it's, it's uh, super concise and uh, really helping to, to narrow those things down into to kind of one arena, which has been awesome. But as far as a dad, oh man, it's been, uh, it's been incredible. Um, I grew up, uh, you know, like most of us do probably an average family, average communication, you know, nothing, nothing terrible to, to report called CPS about or anything, but uh, definitely left um, maybe with a, you know, a, an emptiness for more relationship with, with my, uh, with both parents and, uh, it was one one guy mentioned that uh, the, the NHA training. Uh, he said, you know, the paintbrush is uh, the, uh, the nurture heart approach is the paintbrush um, for my life uh, to to communicate with people, and I really found that to be uh, really a key a key component of of how I feel in kind of the same way. Mm. That's beautiful. I like that a paint nurtured heart approach as a paintbrush. So um, I would love to hear if if, um, if you could speak, Shane, a little bit to the effect that um, you using the nurture card approach or being the nurture card approach has had on your children. What you see, you know, one of my uh, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, um, you know, probably one of my most favorite stories was uh, pajama time. Um, you know, you learn whether parenting or teaching that. Uh, or sales maybe uh, to option clothes. You, you give kids the opportunity to choose. Hey, do you want to do you want to get your uh, pajamas on first or brush your toothbrush first? You know, get your toothbrush first. And uh, it seemed like we were having a, a bit of a struggle uh, for a period of time doing some of that stuff. And mm-hmm. and uh, one night one of the kids went upstairs and uh, came back down with with his pajamas on, his teeth brushed, and they were all sitting around watching TV. And I I, I picked this kid up over my shoulder and. Um, uh, threw up in the air and, uh, you know, with everybody else staring, of course, and uh, you know, haven't known that all my kids are eight and under right now. So, uh, you know, a, a full theater of, of kids being attentive to what was going on and the energy there. So threw this kid over my shoulder and, uh, you know, told him I appreciated and loved him for, for what he had done and asked him what that meant about him. And uh, he said that he was being responsible. I said, that's exactly it. And I, I ran a couple of victory laps around the house downstairs and as soon as I got back to the room and stopped, uh, you probably guessed that essentially every kid that could walk uh, ran upstairs and said, I'm getting my pajamas on too. <laughs> so, it's you know, without, it is, it is. And they, they just, uh, you know, they just want that energy and that, that relationship. And, you know, it goes back to the the analogy, I think, that I, I heard Howie share the first time in Tucson was, uh, you know about a robot uh, or a toy that a, a kid a kid gets to interact with the toy and uh, after it's it's found out the you know the the few couple functions that it has it's essentially done with it but because parents can react and the teachers humans can react in so many different ways it keeps us tied in uh, whether good or bad but when we when we're able to um, express those things that that tie those relationships together and 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 feed the feed the heart and the soul of of those around us then it, uh, it helps helps bring everybody closer that way. Mm. 
I just love the picture that you painted. I mean, I, I'm hearing what you said about nurtured heart as a paintbrush, and then the story you told um, of your example of pajama time. It just painted such a beautiful picture of such a loving environment for these your kids that they live in. Um, and I just feel, you know, being that our topic is about dads today and Father's Day is just around the corner, I just think about both of both you, Shane and Neil, how lucky your your children are to have a father like you in their lives who's not only involved at um, on a high and consistent level, um, but mm-hmm. involved in all the right ways and showing up for them in all the right ways and at all the right times. I mean, they're just Wow, it's just such a that's such a beautiful picture that you painted. So I I appreciate that that example you you shared. Yeah, I do too. I do too. You know, um, one one thing um, that comes up for me um, as a father is is that um, it's an interesting road to take to see the greatness in kids, um, and then it's it's like we're we're gardening. Um, you know, kids come in with greatness, and if we're careful not to thwart that, and if we're if we're in, inviting that greatness to sprout, and we're you know we're not just water, throwing a seed down and watering it once, um, but we're kind of installing you know a drip irrigation system in our home, and and this mm-hmm. just becomes part of the the way things are. In, in our life with our child, and, and and so what I'm getting at is if greatness sprouts, if we're pointing out qualities like you know that was, it's not a question of whether you're not you can be responsible, you are being responsible. That was beautiful, uh, a beautiful enactment of responsibility. If those seeds sprout of greatness, the darndest thing that I've found is kids start acting out greatness. Um, and, and you know, what I've said out loud a few times is you could be out of control with a highly energized, intense child who's acting out poor choices, and you could be just as out of control with a child acting out greatness. You know, it's 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 an interesting. Stephanie, you're going to have kids who act out greatness. I'm sorry, I've met your kids. <laughs> I haven't had the pleasure of meeting Shane's and and Neil's, but I want them to comment on this after I finish. You know, so I have a 25 year old child who, for better or worse, has been subjected to this style <laughs> for for um, that entire time, more or less, and um, you know, so. It, it has challenged me to the hilt to hang in there with her acting out greatness. You know, so the latest, as some of you know, is that I've uh, I traveled to Australia with her, and um, I we both had return tickets, except that she said, you know, Dad, I've I've changed my return ticket. Uh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I'm going to stay in Australia for a while, <laughs> and and um, you know. Um, you know, I I had to do. Luckily, I have nurtured heart approach myself to rely on, where I can go. Wow, that's interesting. That's I guess that's greatness and what greatness looks like. And um, I wasn't suspecting that. Surprise, you know. Um, and then, if, you know, w- hopefully not having leaked any negative energy. 
I don't think I did, you know, somehow coming back and saying, how can I support you? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and no, I don't need any support. I got it all figured out. Um, it's interesting. I'd love for you to comment, both of you, on what you're seeing grow in your kids and, and, um, and maybe something to do with, you know, what I'm instigating here with my comments. I'll I'll jump in, Niels. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, how I mentioned this is just the kind of the operative word there of of challenge, and I, I know focusing on kids at the question. Uh, you know, it's challenged. I mean, I guess before I get to my kids, but just me as an adult, as a as an individual, I I, I called it the paperclip project one day when I decided that I wanted to uh, be more intentional about recognitions of my kids, and so I put ten. Uh, big paper clips, jumbo paper clips in one pocket and decided that uh, I needed to transfer them one by one to the other pocket. Um, and I, I think that's not, it's not just a dad thing. It's a, you know, a human thing, but maybe more so dads because stereotypically we're not necessarily uh, quite as in tune uh, with our emotions and relationship as, as, uh, as uh, women are. But, um, you know, it's a big challenge for myself. And I think that's, uh, you know, what they call in the, the motorcycle or automotive world is trickle down technology, Right. Um, that comes into our, our everyday cars, but I think it's a, a trickle-down relationship a little bit. So uh, something that we've done for our kids is we put up uh, what what we call champion boards. Uh, we have a dry erase board for each kid in their room, and um, you know throughout uh, throughout the week, try to visit with them uh, you know on a on a nightly basis. Of course, not not hitting all evenings, but uh, we're able to talk about their day and talk about their experiences, and um, you know we'll will uh, summate uh, some of their experiences throughout the day and, and try to boil it down to, you know, how they displayed their greatness and, and the things that they did um, either in themselves or, or one of their siblings or a teacher or parents. And, and then we, uh, we try to put that vocabulary up on the board um, so they can, you know, acquire that and, and use it in their daily mm. lives. Mm. Beautiful. How about you? Um, I, I'm trying to get clarity on what the question was. Just kind of oh, how we. It wasn't really. It, it probably wasn't a question. It was probably just. Have you seen? Have you seen the seeds you planted grow? And uh, have you seen your kids act out greatness? Um, and, and kind of get a hint of, oh boy, you know, I'm in for an interesting ride as a father. It's 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 going to be full of surprises because you know when when you get a kid who's who's living, you know, you're planting seeds, Neil. Oh yeah. And and you are doing it. I I've heard you talk about your kids, and you're you're taking this very serious seriously, and and you know, chances are those seeds are sprouting all over the place with six kids. And um Well Shane a, has the six kids. I have the oh, three you, kids. Now so Reed, I'm Reed, sorry. I I think I got it now, Howie. Um so the one of the things that I I think we all as parents want for our kids is for them to be able to interact with society 
in a way that makes them be successful and more importantly in our own home not be a fighting madhouse of insanity where people are yelling or hurting each other or mistreating each other and um my boys shine in their greatness a lot in their individual ways and their individual accomplishments. But one of the proudest I am is when I get um, my, my, one of my sons has a phone because he's uh, 13 and another one has a phone because it's a diabetic medical um, messaging kind of a thing. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm high, but it also says it is, numbers, his blood sugar numbers. So I get things like this from from either one of those guys. It's uh, uh, so-and-so is fighting with so-and-so. And by the time I walk into the house, you know, this will be while I'm outside or, uh, you know, something. And I, by the time I walk back into the house, I hear, um, I was hitting him, but I reset and we both apologized. <laughs> so... Hmm. So a lot of the times I just walk in and go, oh, I'm super excited that you guys figured it out. No hitting each other. Thank you for resetting. And everybody good? Yeah? Okay. Mm. You know, they they have developed such a great way using the Nurtured Heart tools to to solve their own struggles, their own problems, and their own relationship issues with each other. And often it is that communication piece. Oh, I he was whining. I didn't know what he wanted. You know, he started kicking me, so I pushed him off of me. And uh, I, I got done hitting him. We both reset, and we're good now. So, <laughs> um, so that's probably one of the the greatest growth that I've seen when a strong-willed seven-year-old can, can say, you know, yeah, this, that's what happened instead of, I mean, mm. he says, no, that's not what happened a lot too because he doesn't want to get in trouble. But a lot of times they, they work it out, they get through it, you know, and then my seven-year-olds that, you know, sometimes the first answer is no, you know, hey, I need you to get dressed for school. No. You know, and then kind of like Shane alluded to, you you look back the next moment and the kid has magically been self-reliant, responsible, did it without any more back-talking or arguing, without you having to remind mm-hmm. him. Because, you know, we have a 30-minute commute. I have a, other issues to handle every single morning before we get out that door putting clothes out for my seven-year-old is not one of the top priorities. And then I look mm-hmm. back and I'm like, hey, are you ready? Yeah, Dad. And and he's already ready to go. He's got his, you know, mm. he's dressed and ready to go. Now, the shirt's too small. They don't match. But that's, that's, not, <laughs> that's, that's dad issues, not, not kid issues. So <laughs> the way they work with each other and then the way they negotiate themselves in situations is is really really awesome, you know mm. whether it's peer pressure at school, whether it's grades at school, whether it's arguing be, between each other. That's that's where I I love seeing them, you know, step into their greatness and show that they have the tools that we 
that we keep focusing yeah. on, that we keep, you know, watering. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly, that's exactly what I was um, uh, curious about. Um, you know, that's acting out greatness, and it sounds like you're, you know, by the way of the words you came back with, self-reliant and, and you know, working things out and communicating, I'm sure you're just like, as a dad, you're George Robson, you're, you're cherishing that and, and saying, you know, it looks like, you know, you said you weren't going to do it and you did it anyway, and that shows me um, how much you care about our schedule and how much you, um, you know you could take care of um, your needs and, you know, whatever you would say oh, yeah. in honoring them. There you are uh, as a, a, a dad, um, you know, yet again um, tending to your garden and, um, and, and they hopefully get to feel good about that. They hopefully get oh, yeah. to feel um, um, like they have those. They indeed have those qualities. It's not. It's not magical. It didn't just happen because you're, you know, threatening them, you know, or demanding it. It's happening because they they want to make it happen. Mhm. Yeah. Well, I hope that uh, feels so good as a dad. I hope that feels so good to you to see that. Um, that arising in your children as a result. Oh, I hope absolutely. you get to feel it's a, there, that that all you are doing has created that impact. It's it's kind of like when you see a sunrise or a sunset and you go, wow, is that for me? You know, this is beautiful. I, I get this. This is right here, like the paintbrush thing. It's like this picture just painted itself and, and I get mm. to sit here and enjoy mm. this. I now get to enjoy the next half hour of my drive before I go to school and start my work day. I get mm. to, uh, this is for, what? And then, you know, it's, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Howie. You know, thank you, Nurtured Heart. And, you know, and, and you just, oh, man, that's why we keep doing this. That's why, you know, each year, you know, we try <laughs> to get back to the CTI or, you know, we go to your spring thing and try to get, keep getting fired up because it's so important just to to keep you know keep that um i don't know fire i guess well it sounds like you you keep your own fire going at this point really nicely and and Shane i am, i i applaud you for for um keeping this going um i miss you um I've missed you, um, you know, not having seen you in my travels, but uh, I'm so heartened to hear that you are alive and well and doing this. I, I hope I hope all you're doing feels good as a dad and you get to cherish, stop and see the sunrise like that, like Niels is referring to and go be in awe of your kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I do, and it's. Uh, no, I appreciate the. I appreciate that great, great story on Neil's part for sure. It's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's. Uh, yeah, it's an absolute benefit. It really, you know, teaches you, you know, part of the nurture art is to to really be in the moment, uh, good or bad. But uh, I think that's one of the things that is, is one of the the biggest outcomes and rewards of of having learned the, you know, the vernacular, the the language of NHA, and um, <coughs> is that. Uh, it lets you appreciate those moments like Neil touched on and, 
and uh, it, it kind of creates its own synergy, you know, uh, the, the big analogy of a swimming pool, you know, when you're a kid and you, you get the, you get the big round pool swimming around a circle and, and you just get to sit back sometimes and just enjoy the ride and uh, mm. see, see the greatness in yourself, despite where you've come from that you've, you know, decided to live with that intention of being a, being a great father, despite uh, any, any uh, shortcomings in your childhood. And then, uh, right. you know, just the, I think the the hope for the future that you get in your kids when you see those things in them too. Hey Steph, is it okay if I if I ask another question that seems to be arising um, in what Shane just said? Is um, um, if, it's, if it's if you think it's going to be a quick one because we are uh, ra- uh, coming to the wrap. Okay, time. I'll make it really quick. Uh, maybe it's just <laughs> a comment and it doesn't need any um, um, anything further. You know, I. I think of I think of our ancestry, our dads and their dads, and um, you know generations past. And you know this flies in the face of the old paradigm, you know that a dad is just merely a provider, and um, you know loving in 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 the all the dads I've met along the way, loving in their own way, yet not necessarily raising the chi- children or or being influential or being influential, trying to be influential, but in the ways they had experienced, you know, where it's through teaching in the midst of problems, teaching through lectures, teaching through harsher um, means such as reprimands or punishments. You know, I think of all the fathers before Shane and, and um, Neil Sue, who um, may have not emerged through raising their kids with with great relationships, so maybe that's just my comment. And um, well, that's and perfect, just, Kelly. Yeah, maybe that that's comment. just. Thank you. As I want to honor our our, if you're leading towards closure, my closure, and then you take it from here, is that I want to honor the fathers who are creating great relationship with their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we'll have that legacy of having you know relationship far into the future, where the kids don't have to um, close that chapter of their life and move away and never speak to their father again. Where the, well they'll look to their father for inspiration um, because you've you've done um, this beautiful, beautiful, stunning, influential important early work. So thank you. Thank you to our guests and thank you to all fathers doing this kind of tending to the garden or any other kind that's worked for you. Absolutely. That was that was beautiful. Thank you, Howie. And I'm glad you said that little summation because I was thinking that the exact same thing listening. I, was, I sat back and listened for a while to both Niels and Shane and I just feel so eternally grateful to them for this amazing role they've taken on as a father. Um, And I also was feeling eternally grateful to you, Howie, for creating this approach that has allowed the space for fathers to be able to move into a more nurturing role in their children's lives. So I, I just, I'm so grateful for this podcast and grateful for it being just the week before Father's Day where we get to celebrate fathers in so many different ways. Um, Mm -hmm. So that being said, yes, you're welcome. Um, And it is about that time to wrap up today's amazing discussion. It has been so, so rich, and what a great discussion. 
And I do have just a few quick announcements to make, and then I would love to hear some parting words from you, Shane and Neil. Um, I would like to invite our listeners to join us for this for to join us for future Nurtured Heart Approach podcasts, either by following us at Blog Talk Radio or at childrensuccessfoundation.com forward slash NHA hyphen podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook by clicking the icon. Our next podcast will be on July 15th, and we will be joined by Tanya Frazier and Matt Steinborn to discuss the, the use of Nurtured Heart as a way to prevent bullying. Additional information regarding this upcoming podcast will be posted on our Blog Talk Radio channel page and on the CSF website soon. I want to also make a quick reminder that there are still seats available for our Fargo Certified Training Intensive, or CTI, which is July 24th through 29th, and registration for the UK CTI is now open. Very exciting. Um, the details okay. for all upcoming CTIs can be found at childrensuccessfoundation.com under the training tab. Also, registration for the Nurtured Heart Foundation's online course is now open. The Foundation's course begins October 12th, and this course is a really great six-week opportunity to participate in an interactive way with Howard and other experienced NHA trainers as facilitators. You will, can also find the details for this at childrensuccessfoundation.com under the training tab. And my very last and very exciting announcement is the new STAR program, which I am the program coordinator for. SAR is a fantastic program for organizations who want to send a group of people to a CTI. It is the intention of the SAR program to provide an affordable way to continue the consistently high level of Nurtured Heart Approach training for your organization. Participation in SAR ensures that your organization will continue to teach and train NHA at its highest level with complete fidelity and enjoy its many benefits. For more information about SAR or to receive an application, email me at stephaniercss at gmail.com. So back to Shane and Niels and Howie, too, if you have any last things to say. But Shane and Niels, do you guys have any parting words that you would like to leave the listeners with about being a father and using Nurtured Heart Approach before we wrap up? I just feel grateful to be it. I feel grateful ahead, to be a father to have these simple tools to build the foundation and work from. It's, it could not be simpler for the modern father to be successful ourselves to, um, in raising our kids. Mm. Thank you, Howie. Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. How about you, Shane? Yeah, and uh, but before I, I hop off, just a happy Father's Day to, to Howie and Niels and uh, Stephanie, your household, too, and, uh, again, appreciate being part of this. Uh, you know, Howie touched on maybe a good uh, takeaway from the whole thing is uh, an evolutionary psychology of uh, how how we all, you know, in, in American culture have an understanding of the way things are based on American history and, you know, such as the American dream. Everybody knows what that is. Well, you know, what is what is the American father and, you know, what, what does that include? And I... And, I'm grateful to, uh, you know, be part of something that's changing uh, that trajectory of what uh, fatherhood is. And uh, super, super uh, blessed to to have that in my life and appreciate uh, being able to learn and share and uh, talk about those pieces and Howie and all he's done and his uh, his ongoing persistence and uh, and raising the bar across the world. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of it. And, 
thank you for being a, um, an inspiration to many dads, both of you. And mm-hmm. um, thank you for being part of changing that paradigm. I love it. I love what you both said. And I love, I, I love being on this call as well. And I want to thank you, all three of you gentlemen, for allowing me to be the only woman a part of this amazing podcast for dads and about dads. And it's just, it was really quite, quite a great experience for me to hey. sit here and listen to all three of you dads talk about being a dad. And I just, I really appreciate all of your um, input and what you guys shared. So thank you so much for joining us on this Beautiful. podcast. And I want to thank all the listeners for joining us as well. And Wish every father a happy Father's Day. Thanks, Steph. It was a pleasure sharing this with you. Yes, yes, it was. Thank you so much. Okay, everybody, take care. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks, Niels. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, 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 everybody. Bye. Bye, Howie. Any stories shared in this broadcast are amalgams of experiences based on the use of the Nurtured Heart Approach by our hosts and our guests and are not based on any particular person, child, or adult. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Earlier this week, Claire Tippins shared a princess nickname generator, three pictures of her dog wearing a tutu, and two online quizzes, including what candy is your dream castle made of? Claire, your sharing has tipped the sugar scale and turned into oversharing. But have no fear, princess. Geico has something worth sharing with your internet kingdom, like how you could save hundreds on your car insurance just by visiting geico.com. No magic wand required. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Yesterday, Cliff Sora shared a top 10 list of hot fusion restaurants, a vegan gluten-free mashup recipe, and a podcast featuring organic food trends. Oh, TMI, I, too much internet information. That's oversharing. Cliff, Geico has something worth sharing with your friends. Like how on Geico.com, you could save hundreds on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim. Gluten-free info that's easy to swallow. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.